Well, good morning and welcome to King's Norwich this morning. Uh, my name's Goff, one of the leaders here. Uh, just to say, first of all, that um, we, we had said we'd be live streaming from uh, September. Well, we, we're, we're not live streaming this morning, but we hope to be by, we plan to be by next Sunday. So meanwhile, um, here I am to bring God's Word to us. Uh, we're starting a new series, actually, as we go into the autumn uh, on the, the book in the New Testament, um, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, and we're giving the series the uh, title Triumphs and Trials. But first of all, let's pray that God would speak to us through his word. Father God, thank you that you have spoken and you do speak and you continue to speak to us. You, and you've spoken to us su supremely through your word. And thank you that this word, the Bible, it's, it's a living word. And so I pray that this morning as we, as we stop, as we, as we open your word, as we listen, that you'd speak to us. Come Holy Spirit, come and nudge us, warm our hearts, encourage us, speak to us, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm just going to read um, the first five verses. Before I do, let me just give you a little bit of background to this letter. Um, you may have heard of Paul's missionary journeys, three journeys that he made, um, sharing the, the good news of Jesus. Um, and it was on his second missionary journey that he uh, ventured into Europe. You may remember the, 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 the Macedonian man beckoning him to come across and, into, uh, and bring the the good news into Europe and so um, uh, Paul and his fellow travelers um, traveled across into uh, what is now modern day Greece um, and it was on that secondary mission, second missionary journey that Paul went to Thessalonica which is two or three hundred miles north of Athens slightly around the peninsula um, towards modern day Bulgaria. So it's there in, in Greece. This little church, this little, sorry, this, this, this important city of Thessalonica and uh, as was his usual habit, Paul went to the synagogue. Godly people seeking God and uh, looking for the Messiah. So he went to the synagogue. He was there for um, three Sabbaths. So we know he was in, in uh, Thessalonica for, for around about three weeks. Um, and quite a lot of people came to know the Lord, some, some, some from a Jewish background, other Greek uh, folk who were God-fearers who were on the edge of the synagogue, quite a number. In fact, so many were pulled away to, uh, become, became Christians that uh, the, uh, the, the, the officials, the synagogue officials, were pretty peeved and they, 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 they got a... Um, uh, they, they, uh, they motivated a, 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 a mob to, uh, to, to go after Paul and, and Silas and Timothy and give them a hard time. And so there, was a, there ended up a riot in uh, Thessalonica, um, which came before the magistrates and uh, the, the accusation that um, you can read about it in Acts 17. Um, uh, the accusation was made these people are just turning turning the city upside down they're causing trouble and uh, anyway the long and the short of it was that uh, Paul and uh, uh, Silas and Timothy had to slip away at night <laughs> from Thessalonica after just two or three weeks and uh, 
Paul went on to Athens. So he was concerned. Paul was concerned. What, what had happened to this little church? It was, it, it was just embryonic. It had just begun. Would it survive? Were these people really saved? Were they real Christians? What had happened? He was concerned for this very young little church. And so a few months later, he sent Timothy to go and have a little look. And he came back with good news. <laughs> he came very good news that this little church that had only been going a short while, the Christians were... They, they were just, they were doing well. The things that they weren't clear about, but they were doing well, even though there were these pressures, this uh, opposition in, in the city um, that they'd been facing, they were doing well. So that's the background. So here we go. Chapter 1 of Thessalonians, chapter 1, uh, and I'm going to read the first five verses. Paul, Silas, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace to you. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he's cho he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and with deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcome the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. Well, I've got just, I've got two points for this morning. The gospel is powerful and God gives power to endure. The gospel is powerful and God gives power to endure. So if, if you think that might help you this morning, stick with me these next few moments as we, we open this word. So triumphs and trials, um, that's the theme we've given to this, this, this series we're doing. You, you can't have one without the other. If you think of um, the Olympics, my goodness me, the preparations, the dedication, the early mornings, the workouts, the, 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 oh, the, the sacrifices that athletes make, um, but they do it with the thought that uh, as a result of all that, those, those trials, you might say, they're, they're longing to triumph, they're hoping to triumph. That's, that's the way it is. And once, if, if they get the gold medal, it has all been worth it. Or training, um, our son Steve's training for a marathon. Uh, he's doing a marathon next month um, for... Um, breast cancer research um, if you want to sponsor him I'm sure he would love you <laughs> love to hear from you at uh, the London Marathon he's training and he he's uh, on a program the, the other week he turned up at our front door he'd run 12 miles uh, around the city and so on and uh, it, it, it looked pretty hard work trials but when you finish when you go through the finishing line yes the triumphs 
Christian life's a little bit like that. There's trials, there's challenges. But the first thing we know, need to know is that the gospel, the good news about Jesus, is powerful. If you're feeling weak and wobbly, um, coming through COVID, it, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's been a trial, hasn't it? A real trial. We need to remind ourselves the gospel is powerful. Paul had been wondering, would there be anyone left after the difficulties in Thessalonica? Would they have kept going? Were they real Christians? You might wonder that sometimes. Am I a real Christian? Um, uh, have I got the real thing? How can we know we've got the real thing? Well, the first way we can know is that the gospel is powerful. First of all, we know brothers and sisters loved by God that he's chosen you because our gospel came not just simply with words, but with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. The gospel is powerful. In, uh, when we write into the Romans, Paul famously said in Romans chapter 116, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Jesus, because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, Jew and the Gentile. And uh, there are many other verses like that. So Christianity is not just a series of phrases or words that we we, 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 yes, I agree with that. Yes, it, it is words, it is truth, it is, uh, it is those things. But there's something going on uh, alongside the words that makes all the difference. Accompanying those words, there's something else happening. The words become power. Something comes to you. Um, uh, if you're a Christian, or maybe maybe you're on the edge of Christianity, it's, it would be very common to know a sort of a, a, a bit of a shake, a bit of a, uh, a discomforting, um, a, a bit of an awareness of of maybe of, of of the state of your life and your unworthiness. Um, Perhaps a, a, a nagging feeling that that, that, that that all is not well. We, we, I, I'm thinking of that lovely word, discombobulated. That's a lovely word, isn't it? Thrown off balance, convicted, feeling affected or just troubled inwardly. That's often what happens when people are coming to Christ. It's not just words. Something accompanies the words and it's the... It's the Holy Spirit. It's the, the, the hand of God coming after you. That, that's what it means to be a Christian. So if you're wondering, have I got the real thing? Well, if you don't really care about Christianity, if you've just got a mental sort of, oh, yes, I believe this, this, and this, maybe the power, maybe the, the, it hasn't really come to you. But if you have, if if you've been challenged and th and just and, and thrown a bit, felt your your uh, your own unworthiness, possibly in the first in yes, in the first instance, um, that's the power of God coming to you, coming after you. Actually, it's it, it, there's something else here. That I don't know whether you whether you spotted it in, in when I just read that out. Verse 4, we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, he has chosen you 
You see, that's what happens when you become a Christian. You were chosen. Your Heavenly Father came after you. That's what a Christian is. He came after you. John Stott, a well-known Christian pastor, leader and writer, he wrote this. Why I am a Christian is due ultimately neither to the influence of my parents and teachers nor to my own personal decision for Christ, but to the hound of heaven. He's referring to poetry, to, to a poem, um, The Hound of Heaven. That is, it's due to Jesus Christ himself who pursued me relentlessly, even when I was running away from him in order to go my own way. And if it were not for the gracious pursuit of the hound of heaven, I would today be on the scrap heap of wasted and discarded lives. The gospel is powerful because it, it's God pursuing you, coming after you. That's the... This is the nature of this wonderful message we have. Jesus, God in the flesh, coming down with us, going to the cross for us, rising again for us. The hound of heaven. The gospel is powerful. You were chosen. That's how, that's what gave Paul confidence that these people were on the right track. The gospel is powerful. Secondly, this is my second and last point, God gives power to keep going to endure maybe you're wondering at the moment how can I keep going how can I keep going in my life in my Christian life how can I keep going in this through this the challenges of illness maybe through the challenge of loneliness how can I keep going maybe in a Maybe things at home aren't good at the moment. Maybe there's tensions in, 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 your, in your family or in your marriage or, or at work. I don't know, wherever it is, maybe there's pressures and you're just saying, how can I keep going? Well, I, I want to speak particularly, I think there's some of you this morning, maybe you're feeling forgotten. Maybe you feel God has has forgotten you how can i keep how can i keep going paul was concerned for those christians in those well he hoped they were believers in thessalonica how will they keep going well this, this god gives the power to endure, endure. And, and let me go straight to the verse i want to look at here we remember verse 3 remember before our god and father your work produced by faith your labor prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. That's where our energy, our ability to endure comes from. Inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now this book is actually going to say a lot about our future hope. We're going to see Jesus one day. He will come in all his glory. That's the, that's the part of the gospel. Or if, if we die before then, we will see him face to face. And so Paul is saying here that, that the thing that keeps us going, it's our hope in the Lord Jesus. It's a really important subject. I'm trying to write a book on this at the moment. The transforming power of hope. When you understand the, the, 
the love of the Lord Jesus for you, his pursuing love for you, his destiny for you. Your future is in his hands. And one of these days he's going to uh, take you to be with him or come and bring you to be with him um, uh, when he appears. That's what keeps us going. And um, there's some verses that that, 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 that tell, us, tell us about this. Uh, Philippians 1.6, Paul writes, Being confident of this, he who began a good work in you was, will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. There you are. He's, his carrying on has got the day of the Lord Jesus Christ in view. The day when we see him. Or another one, 2 Timothy 1.12, Paul writes to Timothy, I know who I have believed, says Paul, and I'm convinced that he's able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Until There it is again. That, that day is in view. It's so important for us. I think actually as Christians in our generation, we've taken our eye off that a bit. We've got so stuck, so focused on this world. Unlike previous generation of believers, we've lost sight of the wonderful future and destiny that is ours. Of course, if you've lost someone dear to you, maybe that's been awakened in you, your future hope to be with him. One more verse um, about this. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 8. This is Paul again. He will keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. There it is again. The end in view, the future destiny, the wonderful future. God is faithful, who has called you to what? Into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. What a beautiful verse. What a beautiful thing. That's what this book is all about. Trials and triumphs. And we will experience both in the Christian life, just like the athletes running for the prize. We will face them both. But we need to face them knowing that the gospel that you received is powerful. And more than that, God gives power to endure. I'm going to close with a quote from a lovely little book that uh, you may know, Henri Nguyen, um, about the prodigal. And um, in case you're feeling lost, lonely, bewildered, let me give you this quote as we close this morning. God is looking into the distance for me trying to find me and longing to bring me home. In all three parables, the, 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 parable, the, the lost coin, the, the lost sheep, the lost son, Jesus, in response to the question of, uh, put, sorry, Jesus puts the initiative on God, the emphasis on God's initiative. God is the shepherd who goes looking for his lost sheep. God is the woman who lights a lamp, sweeps out the house, searches everywhere for a lost coin until she's found it. God is a father who watches and waits for his children and runs out to meet them, embraces them, pleads with them, begs and urges them to come home. Listen to this. I am beginning to see how radically the character of my spiritual journey will change when I no longer think of God as hiding out and making it as difficult as possible for me to find him, but instead the one who's looking for me while I am doing the hiding. If that's at you, you hiding away, well, close with it. I'm going to read a bit more. Wouldn't it be good to increase God's joy by letting God find me and carry me home? 
Let's pray. Lord, thank you that one day you will literally carry it, bring us home. And we live for that day. Meanwhile, I pray, may we live in the good of your pursuing love, your empowering presence with us, and give us grace to, uh, to walk faithfully in all the challenge, through all the challenges that we face. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Do join us again. We'll be hopefully live streaming from next Sunday. Bye now.